0: The title of today's Dharma talk is Listen to Space. So first of all, can't really listen to space. Can't really, The only way you can even see space is to look between things. So what I am addressing here is by saying listen to space is encouraging you uh, um, in your sitting practice, for sure, but in your post-meditation, when you get up off the cushion and go into your life, Look for the space, listen to the space. You'll hear sounds. You'll notice that between sounds, there's space. Between words, no matter how fast someone talks, there's space between the words, usually. Unless it's hip hop, maybe not. So, another thing that I often say to people is when you're talking to someone, having what is called a conversation, wait for the period. Actually, wait until the person stop talking and then there's a space and then after the period there's more space you'll get your chance to talk and if the person does not give you some time to talk then it's not actually conversation it's a a lecture you're getting from someone did your mother say to you don't interrupt me remember that Or, or maybe you didn't have a mother or maybe your father said that or your big brother big sister so the whole idea of space is uh, relative space is very interesting. You can actually bring your mind in that direction, in the direction of, you could say, looking for some kind of openness around or within or as, or all of those other parts of speech. The the phenomena itself, the thing that you could do in your sitting practice as you're sitting and you're, if you're following the directions that I give, the instruction is you watch what moves. And by watching what moves, you can also see that there's space around that that's not doing anything. You might say, well, it's just imaginary, but maybe. The idea here is to train your mind, train our minds to be very, very clear about what is happening without necessarily having our projections, our ideas, our opinions, our preconceptions, and our prejudice stuck all over the outside of the situation before it even begins to come our way. Very difficult to see that. And it's embarrassing if you've been doing this most of your life. And then then through the sitting practice uh, practice of meditation, or possibly in other ways, you begin to see that you're kind of a fool. Because you've actually been presenting yourself as a kind of a intelligent, not really a know-it-all, but know-quite-a-bit person. Follow me there. We have an idea of ourselves, of who we are. Sitting practice of meditation will begin to cause that. Just my metaphor for it to flake off. It just it just doesn't stick anymore. Not to get rid of it. And get, getting rid of it uh, can actually work in the opposite way because you'll get these very subtle kind of merit badges that are off to one side and kind of in the shadow. Where, where if you need any kind of reinforcement for your. Wonderful self-centeredness. You can look over and say, "Here's what I've. Here's what I've done. And here's what I've accomplished. And here's the times so I've, I've actually given in. I'm glad other people talk first. Ha ha! It's a very subtle form of building ourselves up in some kind of way. At the same time, going the other direction, trying to not do that, is a very subtle form of self-centeredness. We're still trying to do what the Buddha said when he, many years ago, gave us the Four Noble Truths. There's discontent. There's the first one. We don't like this. This is there's something kind of not right. We're disappointed, discontent, dissatisfied. And why? Because we want things to be different. We want whatever is happening. We want it a little different than that. No matter what it is, it's okay. But so the idea here with that I'm endeavoring to emphasize to all of you, insofar as you can, you can work with this. Maybe you can. Maybe this is just kind of a silly concept to you. I don't know. So I'm not going to. Try to convince you of it, but maybe you could consider it a little bit in your everyday situation. The next time you have a conversation with anybody, you're talking. See if you can see the period before you say anything. You, you're listening. They're saying, uh, "I like this. I don't like this. You shouldn't do this. Why don't you do this? If you consider doing that." Uh, remember when you said that one thing, and remember that you were doing, and then you went to this, and uh, you know, I, I always thought you were wrong doing that. Or whatever it may be, I man, I could chatter away. I listened quite a bit. It took me a while. If it's someone that's very used to talking to you and and you're suddenly gradually or incrementally backing away from that by seeing, by by having part of your whole idea to even have a conversation is to to go to the parts of speech, isn't that period, parts of speech? If you're kind of doing that as kind of a side thing here, there's the period. That's when they stopped talking and made a statement. Quite often, we're, if, we, if we don't do that, if we don't do something like that to discipline ourselves, then just there's kind of a common metaphor is a knee-jerk reaction that anytime anybody says anything, we are immediately start adding on, or we, we finish their sentences for them. We know what they're going to say next. So we, we might say it in our head, we might say it out loud. And I, I'm not saying it's, a deli- it's a, a, you're deliberately doing this, but it's disrespectful to do this to a person and not actually, what, give. There's the generosity thing the first paramita dana which we talked about a couple weeks ago give everything your attention anything that's happening it's tempting to swear here but i'm not going to i'm cleaning up my language give everything your attention please whatever it is colors, shapes sizes smells movements rhythms all the very simple aspects of life that are happening all the time this is how artists i don't care what medium sound smell, taste, what medium they're working on, they're always looking, they're always looking for material, they're trying to understand what that is. What is a color? What is what we call purple? What is that? Well, you can write it off and say, well, it's red and blue. Well, which red? Which blue? How much of it? Why would you mix exactly the same thing together and get two different things? It doesn't make any sense. So you could convert some of your activity in your life over to what? observing. If you're not observing on the cushion, it's going to be really hard to do it in your everyday life because we tend to forget that. We go into some kind of a waking dream where we're living a certain way and we're having the same random preoccupation thoughts with this and with that. and We like this, we don't like that. You could actually wait for the period and just look at the person and they'll probably be perplexed. You are you all right? They're not probably not going to say... You're waiting for the period? <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the comma? Sometimes there is a comma and we think it's a period. And we start one Junshu.
1: In conversation, we notice that we are the one doing the lecturing rather than including the mm-hmm. other person in the conversation. Is there a way to include the other person?
0: Uh, you could just, it's just a little kind of changing gears. No, notice that you're, it's like when you notice you're having a conversation, you notice you've been talking about yourself a lot. What I what happened to me, and what I did, and what I thought about what I did, and what I thought about what they did to me when I said that. Well, then we realize the other person is going, and they're kind of trying. They're trying because they like you, but you know you're kind of irritating them a little bit. They're trying to get into your world because you're you're really talking to what your idea of them rather than them. It's a very subtle situation to talk to somebody and slowly go away from who they are to who you think they are. And it's almost like they could leave the room and you'd still keep talking to them. So yes, there is a way to sit a lot, so that, so that it's really, really obvious to you when you begin to do that, when it shows up right away, and you can just, it's just like taking the air out of a balloon. You can just just hesitate to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. You can just kind of give up your position. You could allow, as Trungpa Rinpoche would say, allow some space. Yes, go ahead.
1: Is the idea of trying to include the other person in strategy?
0: It doesn't matter. It's only about it's only about seeing a strategy. I'm not against strategies. I'm not even against war. I'm against. When I'm, if I'm against anything, I'm against this. What problem? I, I want people to see what this is, and then I trust everyone in here. We all have an innate intelligence about everything. Even the most confused, fear uh, person filled with fear, who's acting very uh, prejudiced and very warlike and very. Opinionated and so on. Even that person has a heart beating or he came into this life without asking and they'll probably leave it without permission. Can talking occur without having an idea of the other person? Sure. You can ask me what that's like? <laughs> hmm. I don't know, find out. Sure, I could go and delineate something around it and call it teaching, but I I in the situation talking to you. I would say find out. David?
1: Does uh, giving our attention to the word stream of another person um, get us to, to be able to relate to them without uh, our conception of what, what they
0: are? Does it, does I think it's on, to some extent, yes. Very good. If, you're, if someone's talking, you could actually listen for the, the spaces between their words. You won't miss what they're saying. And if you do, you could say, would you say that again? But you know, you, you could actually be have some consideration for the way in which they talk, the way in which they mold their words, the way they, the tone of their voice might go up slightly or down slightly without adding anything onto it. Like, well, that must mean we're not talking about analyzing anything. We're also not saying don't analyze anything. But the analysis should, analysis should come out of the awareness and the necessity, relative necessity, dependent origination, so that anything in a rising is completely respectful of any situation that's happening and is not jumping to con, jumping to conclusions based on a narrow view of somebody's wrong or bad or shouldn't be doing that or they're incorrect and I need to fix them. I need to point that out to them. You've all heard this thing. Well, you can't just walk away and not let them know how you th- what you think. Yeah, you can. They're never going to know what you think anyway. They're always, any damn time you talk to anybody, they always look at what they think you said. They never look at what you said. If they looked at what you said, you might find a big change in that dynamic.
1: Are words useless? Pardon me? Are words
0: useless? I understand the question, but I think you need to elaborate. Are words useless? So I'm not, immediately, I, I follow you, but you're going into a completely... Other polarity, like uh, it's a little bit of a nihilistic approach. We don't necessarily want to do that, but go deeper into that question.
1: If somebody already has a preconception of what you're saying, uh-huh.
0: okay, I, I follow you now. So don't give up on anybody. But, you know, just like if I'm s- sitting up here uh, talking to you and I'm trying to express something or teach or bring about some kind of understanding about just this concept of uh, wait for the period, it's it's also you're watching my hands move. I'm watching my hands move. And so when you're talking to someone, give them your attention rather than try to convince them of something or or try to. When you go to the useless word situation, it's when we really don't hear what's being said. We hear what we think is being said. More. That's a good area if you can, if you can go deeper into it. Further question. No. Sure. Shoto. <clears throat> Is there a wait for the period of practice when we're the ones talking? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Darn show What are you going to do with this guy? <laughs> huh? If he's not going to fix the roof, we should kick him out. <laughs> Let's do it this way. I follow you very good. So paraphrase the paraphrase. Take the same question and, and adjust it a little bit and say it in a different way. I want to see how you're understanding what you're saying. And I'm also, it gives me time to, what? (laughs) It seems like that practice is somewhat active. Is there an active approach that we can include when we're the ones talking? Yeah. Are you saying that like I'm up here talking and it's not a, as they say, a two-way conversation. It's like you're talking to someone and they're just listening and listening and listening. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go there. So watch their body language. If you don't have, if you and it's not about not not about seeing somebody's body language and then adding on your idea of what that means there's no there's no way you can really know what anything means you can only know what it is you can't know what it means if you if as soon as you're looking at anything or anybody or listening to anything and you go to the meaning of that you've actually abandoned what's in front of you so just like just like I'm uh, talking I, I as I talk my what I'm saying changes depending on everything I see. It's not something I'm thinking about. But if if two people get up and leave this this uh, situation, this presentation of uh uh what was it look for the no listen for the listen to space. Was that it? What's it sound like? <laughs> yes sir. Is listening to space different from recognizing silence? It's like that. We don't really need to say too much. You notice that if you sit and face the wall and you do it day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, you come to an understanding that is impossible to put into words. You can't explain it. You just know that this is something that you really feel very lucky that you stumbled into because you could have stumbled into just about anything. There's lots of options. That's why we have this situation because otherwise you can't, can't present this without the form. But the form is empty of what you think about it. So then you could go to, well, are word's useless? No. The, your the idea of useless and usable and useless is the, the issue. That's the problem. You. I've had this
1: situation happen.
0: Um, yes. I'm
1: with a person, and they're talking. As a counselor? Um, or anything? I think it's happened. In that
0: okay, well, I just it's wondered if that was the context. Times. Go ahead, please. Um, where I'm listening to them, I hear the tone of their voice. Yes. Um,
1: um, and kind of um, with what you have remitted to spread, spread your
0: awareness
1: out, but then I miss the content of what's been yes. better. It feels like I missed.
0: Do you know you've missed it? I don't
1: know. It feels like that's what's happened.
0: What's the question?
1: Um, what can be done in a situation like
0: that? I think you're doing it. Isn't anything else to do? You're doing it perfectly. and you get a merit badge. <laughs> no, really, you're doing it perfectly. It's perfectly. What I'm saying that it's the willingness to not know. It's a willingness. To talk with someone and be so spacious about what's happening, and so unattached uh, um, to your, you have your opinions, of course, can't hardly help but not have some, but the and you do you didn't detach from them. You just prioritize the other person. The other person's way more important than you are. That's that's not an easy concept because we will hear people turn around, Well, you got to take care of yourself, and you got to. Well, yeah, you should, but but from the point of view of the conversation, it's what's happening with the other person is really important and it sounds like you're doing that if there's some kind of presumed outcome like suddenly you're going to understand what they're talking about let me help you you ready they don't even know what they're talking about have you noticed that when you have conversations with people it's more like they've seen all this open space which is you standing in front of them with ears and they just start filling it up with their ideas and their their talk about this and talking about their broken lawnmower again Give your attention, and when you do that, then receive. Whatever comes your way, receive. That's the generosity part of it. Yes?
1: Uh, Drew from Florida has a question. Yes, Drew. He asks, can a person likewise be a fool or foolish by presenting false agreement, even by way of a simple nod to make nice and or affirm a bond with okay.
0: another? So th- don't, don't, make, don't nod to, as he said, make nice. Don't, don't nod to anyone. I mean, I'm not saying for you know never like you know your neck you know have your vertebrae fused so you never nod to anyone. I'm not saying that kind of fundamentalist never nod. It was it winking, blinking, and, blink and a nod? Those are the three poisons. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what uh, what Drew is saying here is uh, re- very important. Your body language when someone's talking as you're waiting for the period don't don't agree don't disagree don't 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 necessarily do anything with your body language other than receive and you'll notice that that reception is it's possible for a person who's talking to receive that in such a way they start to get a little embarrassed because they realize they're not really making that much sense but they'll think they're making sense if you agree with them or if you disagree with them or if you Kind of get distracted. Then they'll. Then then what happens is then the self-centeredness starts to rise up in in a person rather than what they're saying. Follow me a little bit with that. Yes. What's the discomfort that arises? Don't
1: head, nod your head.
0: When you don't nod your head, you mean for the person who's not nodding their head, or the person who's being not nodded to? <laughs> for
1: the person that is either doing the nodding or not doing the Pick
0: nodding. Pick one. They're listening. The listening person, you're sitting, a person's talking and you, you realize that normally you go, <laughs> and the person chirp, 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 chirp. But if you don't do that, then the, the, the environment, because you, even though you're not talking, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a mutual situation you're both in and, and you have, even by not even talking, you have a lot of, uh. You could call it input. Uh, you're you're creating the mandala. You're creating this circle of communication just by your presence. And so, don't disturb what is happening by nodding in a in a like uh, Drew was saying in a make nice. You know, just you make sure they don't feel uncomfortable. So i will just not. I don't really agree with what they're saying, but go, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but really, if you, you know, if it be known, you'd say I'm not making any sense. That's ridiculous. Why do you think that? Why don't you think like I think? <laughs> so that the body language there is, is important. And you're asking, why is it uncomfortable? Because it, it, that kind of thing directly affects our self-centeredness. We're trying to protect the self-centeredness. And we're, and we're also trying to project it out. We're trying to project out who we are and what we think. And we even say it with a little uh, uh, phrase fillers like, well, I've always felt that way. Uh, know what I'm saying? That's another one. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Uh, you know? I think it's one I do quite a bit. I'm not saying, but I don't, I'm not full of them myself, probably have more than anyone. But it's the idea of being aware of those. Bring your awareness to the way you form language, the way you do that. Wait for the period. See if you can tell a comma from a period in someone's or a question mark for that matter. Choo choo. Is there something more
1: naturally clear about the space as opposed to the things
0: that arise in it? Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's just the space. I remember sitting in front of a, uh, Trunk Rinpoche many many years ago, and it was it was like sitting in a in space, there was no reference point, and and some of it was my own kind of terror about being around a a mahasiddha, a vajra master who had been trained since he was a little child in awareness, and you, you really felt uh, people would often report that they felt transparent around him. It was uh, it was helpful because it helped you see your 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 narcissism, and it was uh, difficult because you had to look through his presence. You had to look at yourself. You had to look and see that you were foolish. Yes?
1: Can we see that same clarity in the things that are around
0: How so? Say more.
1: I'm just wondering if, as we see, start to see not separate, um, does that clarity that's naturally in the space start to permeate the things that are in space?
0: You want them to? Somewhat. It's it's less. There's less uh, language support for for what is occurring. We want to define and name everything and see what it is and is it good? Is it bad? Is it so? it's it so good? Instead of saying why something's happening, we're going to get a because. And it seems to be better better to say if you're going to ask a question, what is that? And that way, it's just it either provides some kind of um, response or it's just stark and it's uh, and it's. Uh, Flatness or plainness or ordinariness what is clarity uh, no warfare, no tension and even and, and it's it's even when in the certain stages you could say it's when the, the warfare is you're not you're no longer sending arms to the front lines you're no longer doing that and that ego gets a little frightened when when you begin to realize that you're no longer going to defend yourself, you no longer need to ha- have the last word about anything. And this doesn't mean you go the other way and become some kind of person who's always wrong and is always kind of artificially humble. Or we're not talking about trying to be something. We're, tra- we're talking about just just this. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, go ahead. Come on, ask that question. I'll cry with you. Yeah, I know. Yes.
1: Yokado from um, Minnesota asks: How do we know if we are really understanding what's being said and not just our idea of it?
0: <clears throat> it doesn't matter. To, to go there and try to, it's just, it's too complicated to do that. You can't go in and find out if we're really, are we really on the right track? Are we not? Just be with the situation and, the, and whatever needs to be done will be done. Whatever needs to, your support will get your support. Whatever needs to be destroyed, you'll destroy it. Whatever needs to not be bothered with, you'll not. This is, a, this is when the, the three poisons are transformed into wisdom. There's still anger. How was that? Was that angry? Did it look like I was kind of acting out? Just a question. Don't yeah, don't <laughs> nod. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for a little feedback. I was like, did I do okay? <laughs> was it really good anger? Did it seem like I was phony anger? Or was that really wisdom anger? <laughs> but there is something to that. It's just uh, if you become very clear, did that scare you? It <laughs> <That> scared me <laughs> so, what if I can't stop so uh, you know and if you say what if I can't stop it's like who cares <coughs> you no know, there's no when I say who cares there's no there isn't that's a sincere question there isn't anyone to be concerned about that there's only a complete In ancient times or uh, can't remember who, who said this but there's a, a participation mystique there's something about being with everyone, even though we have these separate egos or separate selves or separate identities, separate names, separate birth dates, and just on and on and on, all the separate things. There's some kind of incredible participation that, that transcends our thinking process. And it's just about fundamentally being together. And it's uh, and the Buddhist uh, word for that is, uh, uh, sanskrit, is karuna or compassion. Feeling with everything. Not for it, not, not against it, just with it. Junchu.
1: When the thinking process gets in the way of
0: action, what do we do? All you have to do is be aware of it. And and then if you're just aware of it, it's uncomfortable because the the, the ego or the self-centered mind, the seventh consciousness in the yogacara uh structure of mind, does not want to just let things happen. It wants to do something with it or say something, or make a rule, make a law, make a precept, uh, invent a new precept to just cover that. So it's and, and this is a the third peer precepts that you've received as a, a lay practitioner, receiving uh, uh, the 16 precepts, the uh, uh, reference in the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, the first three, and then the next one of the peer precepts, do good, don't do harm, and be with all things. That third one, be with all things. To actually be be with, every, including your mind. Be Whatever your mind is doing, just be with, it, with that. Whatever your friends are doing, or just be with that. Whatever your enemies are doing, just be with that. We're not saying that if you're with it, you're some kind of weakling. Uh, if you're just with it, you may find you have incredible strength to protect others. You may find that you have incredible strength and resilience to be um, kshanti, patience, to be just with what, just whatever's happening. Wait for the period. Just be with whatever's happening. Very, very simple. It looks narrow-minded, but really it's it's completely the open way. It looks narrow because there's such a a, a tight observation of what's happening but we see that the tight observation is also uh, expansive, maha vipassana or maha great vipassana panoramic awareness so the awareness goes through walls not not something that you can sell as a ma- ma- magician guess what i can do see through walls line up here 10 cents a ticket so it's not something you're doing It's a performance you may never even tell anybody about that But your understanding is going through everything. It
1: feels like usurps. That's awareness.
0: And what I'm saying is just observe the thinking process usurping or flooding or filling up your awareness with ideas and thoughts and hopes and fears and shoulds and shouldn'ts and, and, and precepts, for that matter. And when we go into that, this is where fundamentalism comes from. This is why in some paths, spiritual mundane paths, we tend to get fundamentally we want to tighten it up and make sure nobody does anything wrong. That's why we don't have commandments. We have uh, precepts. We observe them. We don't obey them. This is Some people can't do that. They can't just live in an open dimension of being with these precepts as, as some kind of reference point. Don't kill. On the other hand, you're going to live. You're going to have to kill something. So be aware of the killing. Just because something, as I've said many times before, I'm say here again today, just because something doesn't have a mother and doesn't have eyes, If it's alive, you're killing it if you need to eat rutabaga. Yes?
1: Question from Shane out in California, and then we'll have to. Certainly. He asks, uh, it's multi-questions, what happened to Robert Brown's karma and all of his dharma gates? How come we don't see them in a way that we could compare to our own dharma gates? Do you see them?
0: Well, who's this Robert Brown guy? That person is, uh, the, the name is there and I sometimes use it if I need to. But that, that person, even even the word Sokazan is just a, some kind of a reference point. And uh, those Dharma gates have not gone anywhere. They're, they're in front of me right now. Every Everyone I meet is a Dharma gate. For me and for them. And it's not some kind of fancy roundabout thinking. It's just it's, it's always there. There really isn't anything to do. Unless there is. Which direction you
1: go through a Dharma gate?
0: Well, it looks like you're looks like you want to avoid it you, you know don't like that and so we try to go away or shut it down or but, but it's actually a, from the point of view of the teaching it's probably a dharm gate something to it's like a like a lesson simply put that you need to go through to understand that not easy and everyone has different ones i don't i don't know I, my basically if i were to talk about that it would be anger that's i've had to deal with i just showed you a little bit of that not gone anywhere that's actual anger because I, I can't act it's actual but I, it's just a it's just a force if there's no one being angry then anger can do whatever it wants it's called in the Tibetan, <laughs> Tibetan tradition it's called rong jung, or self-existing it's like a mouse with no tail <laughs> I was gonna say something else but I just censored myself well enough about me how about you guys <laughs> Any final questions before we move to the daily gate, which is going to be about patience? actually? More periods to wait for. Shoto? You said when you meet someone, every time you meet someone, it's a dharmagate. Is that the same dharmagate they see when they meet you? Maybe. We're just maybe. Probably not. Probably it's your your karma coming together and meeting and trying to understand what... You notice some people you meet, you just really, really like them right away. They're really easy, you know, and someone else might talk about them and you wonder if you are even talking about the same person because you have natural affection for them, but this other person has some kind of difficulty. Then another person you'll meet is, uh, you know, well, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's a very interesting area. This is why Sangha is so important. You have three people, five people, ten people all have the same teacher. They're all And they're all, they'll have the same teacher and they're working on the same, with the teachings and with the practice and were practice in the same way, but when they talk to each other, there's difficulty. Those are, those are dharma gates. I know I went through those for about 30 years as a as a um, kind of a nobody. And now I'm somebody. I'm sitting up here and I'm presuming to say stuff. If you guys all leave, then I'll probably leave too. Thank you. I'd like to remind everybody about um, the all-day retreat. That's
1: this Saturday already. We- Last Saturday of May, from 9 to 9. And also, uh, just a reminder about the donation boxes in the hallway. We need whatever financial support you can help us with. May
0: the merit of this penetrate into all places so
1: that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way.